0: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision.
1: And joining us on the line is Ron Ross to give us some of the uh, latest news from Israel in the Middle East. And Ron, uh, your son-in-law, Steve Grace, and your daughter Kerry are in Israel right now. I've been seeing their photos on Facebook. Looks like they're having a ball.
2: Uh, They are having an amazing time. Uh, Kerry was talking to us yesterday about... Uh, their day at the Dead Sea and having a mud wrap and all sorts of stuff, <laughs> and they arrive in Jerusalem today, which
1: is election day. So God bless them. I remember visiting the Dead Sea with my wife, and I had a couple of cuts on my hand. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you put your hand in the water,
2: and it stings, doesn't it? Oh my gosh, I used to get stings in terrible places. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and there was a, a lady that went under with, you know, she put her head under and she yeah. couldn't see and, and the lifeguard ran in and saved her and they had to wash her and everything. and Wash it, her face off all the salt. It's intense. Now, is that the place where Sodom and Gomorrah used to be? Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, the good thing is they've had
2: some rain. Uh, Kerry rang us a couple of days ago and said, what do I do? It's raining. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's when the Israelis get out on the streets and dance And praise God for the rain And the levels of the Galilee and the dead say, Have raised uh, very slightly But they've got off the dangerous point So uh, there's great joy But there's a lot more rain needed
1: Yeah, absolutely And it's fascinating that, you know, it's the place of Sodom and Gomorrah and it's, you know, so dense with salt in that water. Yeah. Um, I heard Pastor Greg Laurie tell a great joke recently. He said, imagine being in heaven and, you know, you're, you're meeting Abraham and Paul and you're having a great feast and, and then you meet you meet Lot at the great wedding feast and you say, Lot, oh, could you pass the salt? Uh, ooh, that's awkward. Uh, sorry.
2: Yeah, we did a story uh, with Neil last week about... Uh, the longest uh, salt mine found in the world, really uh, was found uh, at Mount Sodom. Wow, uh, just last week.
1: isn't that fascinating, huh? Hey? Yeah, so it's going right back to the Sodom story. yeah, wonderful, wonderful. All right, well let's get into it. so Israel's votes uh, Israel's voting in national elections today, over six million are eligible to vote. Give us the latest there.
2: Yeah, the final batch of polls conducted before today's elections showed the centrist Blue-White Party widening its lead over Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's Likud party, even as the surveys unanimously indicated that the incumbent Prime Minister was being positioned to actually form the next government. An Israel Haim News poll projected the centrist Blue-White and Party would win 32 seats in the upcoming vote, five more than the right-wing Likud, which was predicted to win 27. However, the poll found that right-wing bloc, led by the Likud, would beat the centre-left bloc by a substantial margin. Uh, There's a lot of concern about this election. Uh, There's talk about uh, the constitutional charges coming up against uh, Netanyahu in the future, and uh, there's a concern that if he wins this time, Israel will really swing into a right-wing situation. I know he held a meeting over the weekend to rally the troops. Uh, The young people favour Netanyahu, uh, but it's going to be an interesting day.
1: We certainly need to be praying that God will raise up the right people and close the door on the wrong people. And Prime Minister Netanyahu has boldly declared there will be no Palestinian state, hey?
2: Yeah, what a headline. Mm. The US is fully aware of Benjamin Netanyahu's flat rejection of the creation of a Palestinian state, along with his plans to extend Israeli law to the West Bank, he said yesterday. In an interview with Channel 12, Netanyahu pushed back against his main election rival, Benny Gantz, who claims that his vow to annex the West Bank was nothing more than an empty campaign promise. Netanyahu, over the weekend, historically declared that he fully intends to extend Israel's sovereignty over the West Bank. The incumbent Prime Minister also said he had told President Trump that he would not evacuate a single person from the 400,000 uh, 400, Jews residing on the West Bank. He said on Sun- against said on Sunday, uh, Netanyahu's statement was meaningless and no more than a last-minute bid for Likud to gain the upper hand in the election. Netanyahu, uh, however, countered that such radical moves did not happen overnight. Why did it take two years to get recognition of the Golden Heights, even with such a friendly U.S. president? These things take time, he said. Netanyahu said annexation of the West Bank would happen in three stages, and he hoped to do it with full American support but he did say there will be no Palestinian state.
1: Mm. Well, it's certainly been interesting to see uh, the USA and their relationship with Israel. And, you know, even though, you know, we we all know President Donald Trump isn't perfect. He's, he's got a very, uh, you know, checkered past. But the reality is he's got some strong Christian evangelical leaders who have helped him craft the soon-to-be, Uh, announced Middle East peace plan. Uh, What's the latest there, Ron? Yeah, the
2: latest is that evangelicals, in fact, are on the front lines helping President Trump craft his peace plan for the Middle East. The quote said, We were stunned by that, said Pastor Jack Graham of Prestonwood Baptist Church in Plano, Texas. Pastor Graham was surprised when the White House decided to court faith leaders for input on its Israeli-Palestinian peace deal. We talked about, of course, the sovereignty of Israel that's very important for Christians, Bible-believing Christians, that Israel has a right to exist, and Jerusalem, as its capital said, Graham, making sure that Israel is safe. As long as people keep throwing bombs at Israel, it's going to be difficult to have peace, he said. Everybody understands that, but at the same time, we talked about partnerships with Arab countries and governments that could be partners, and economic development will be part of the plan. Pastor Franklin of the multi-state, uh, multi-site free chapel, based in Georgia, agrees. He too was at the meeting. There is something that is working. People like Jared Kushner and Jason Greenblatt and others are working, trying to find some middle ground. He said, the middle ground could include a two-state solution. The challenge lies with the Palestinian authority which has refused to speak with the White House since President Trump recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Everyone needs to live with hope. Many Palestinian people are living without hope, Pastor Graham said.
1: Mm. And you know, you know the word of God says, God blesses those who bless Israel and we need to keep praying for the peace of Jerusalem so important that we uh, continue that focus. Uh, another interesting news story coming out of Israel is their lunar mission is on course for landing on Thursday. That sounds out of this world, mate.
2: <laughs> That's exactly where it is. <laughs> After completing the first of five pre landing maneuvers on Sunday, Dirashit, which is Genesis, the Israeli unmanned moon mission was declared to be on course for a Thursday landing. In its first maneuver, the probe reduced the distance of the spacecraft named for the creation of the Earth, to only 750 kilometres from the Moon. Officials at Space 2 and Israel Aerospace Industries expressed satisfaction over the weekend with the quality of the photos the probe sent back to Earth from the dark side of the Moon. Israel is everywhere.
1: It's wonderful to hear this uh, incredible little nation that is punching way above its weight. Another interesting story is that Israel has the lowest rate of diet-related deaths worldwide, according to a major study. Tell us about that.
2: Well, I'm excited about this because I'm a diabetic, and I've never felt healthier than when we lived in Jerusalem. Mm. Uh, The meals are just very healthy, and now we have it officially. Israel has the lowest rate of diet-related deaths worldwide, according to a major study published by researchers at the University of Washington. The most in-depth study of its kind to date, published in the prestigious medical journal The Lancet, revealed that globally one in five deaths in 2017 were associated with poor diet, with cardiovascular disease, the largest contributor, followed by cancer and type 2 diabetes. The countries with the lowest rates of diet-related deaths, however, were Israel. 89 deaths in 100,000 people, followed by France, Spain, Japan, and Andorra. And uh, I'd hate to think where Australia is, and I guess I know where America is in sugar-related diets. The United Kingdom ranked 23rd worldwide, the United States ranked 43rd, and China was ranked 140th. So there is little Israel with its Mediterranean diet at the top of the list.
1: And I just have had flashbacks to my trips to Israel, Ron, eating all that delicious hummus and oh. the the dates and uh, the St. Peter's fish. Do you remember the St. Peter's fish that they say? I love St. Peter's fish. Yes, oh, so good for you. Uh, you know, and that, that's the whole problem today. You know, I've I've had a bit of health issues recently, and you know, I've, I'm really trying to uh, eat healthy and. Eat God's way, you know. Eat, eat, you know, plant-based stuff and and good, healthy stuff. And uh, the reality is um, that they do eat very well over there, and um, it's a, a great example of uh, eating God's way. And uh, well, it's
2: interesting, you know, that a lot of people throw out the Old Testament, hmm. but the uh, Israeli people get their diet from guess where?
1: Where the Old Testament? Oh, of course, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you look at the Daniel fast, and you look at those other things in the in the scriptures. Yeah, well, it's it's a uh, an amazing uh, uh, testimony of uh, this little nation that is uh, punching above its weight in health, in you know, a lunar mission, and uh, even though they're surrounded by enemies, uh, God keeps blessing uh, Israel, and let's keep them in our prayers. Hey, Amen. Well, Ron, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you, and uh, love to all your family. Thanks for your time. God bless. Thanks, man.